pretty soon, you know, uh, we are, I love the church and I love how we are. It's been pretty soon, I'm going to introduce you to my newest grandchild after this is over. Okay? I love it. Repeat after me. Pastor's going to repeat himself. Five times, at least, all right? Because this is going to be a message that I want you all to, to get. There should be more talk in homes about, have, uh, let's do it this way. You've been listening to the news here lately. Most of us have been. Is that right? And we've been seeing these athletes, and I'll say acting a real plum fool. Yeah. I mean, I can, I'm like Jason and I were talking. I always call him up, and we go through the rundown. Millionaires losing money and acting up. And so what happens is sometimes, if we're not careful, our children look at these guys and they want to be these guys, right? And we need to explain to them if these guys really were God men, or if they really were even just good sons, or if they had good fathers, they wouldn't be acting out, as the old folks say. And so what, one of the things I want to talk about I was going to do a father's message, but the reason I didn't is because there's a lot of young people here that really don't have those kind of fathers. And so I don't want them to, be, to look down on what they don't have. So we, we, I'm not doing it that way. Because there's sometimes a coach has to replace that. Sometimes a school teacher, I'm home to good ones. Sometimes it can be a real uncle or real somebody, but we all need fathering. Now here's something I just want to talk about briefly getting the message is, when you get married, and you, it's a Christian marriage, and uh, the woman comes down and the pastor says, or whoever's doing the wedding says, who gives this woman to be married to this man? And the father says, I do. And what he is saying is, there's a part, he respects this man to have a part of him in because no matter how long she lives or how she is, she still needs their fathering skills. So you men that are married, you need to think about that. You need to think about that when you say that, you see, because most of you are not as smart as me. I went to the judge and they didn't need to do that. So, uh, but I wasn't saved. No, y'all laughing. I'm smart than the rest of you. Have you been divorced in here and got married in church? So don't get me started. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, so when you say that, you need to tell your daughters that. Now listen to me, uh, and this is my brief Father's Day. If you're a strong Christian uh, uh, and a good father, do you know when your daughters, if you don't think that man can be a good husband and father, you have the right to say no. Read the Bible. You see, because we've, we've allowed ourselves to be a part of somebody that's not worthy of... Uh, being with our daughters. Mm -hmm. Now, ladies, I'm going to help you out on Father's Day a little bit before I get into that. I wasn't going to do this, but I am. <laughs> I have uh, a little uh, Focus ST, and uh, it, uh, it's real fast, okay? And it's a stick shift. I wouldn't let anybody in here drive that because it's, it's a special car to me. Mm -hmm. The person who drives that is Isaac, mm -hmm. all right? And uh, a lot of people like that, and just like some of you ladies, you ladies look at me because I'm going to help you out. This is really going to help you. So help me out, Pastor. Help me out. All right? So if you had a mom, 
Mercedes, we'll say Mercedes, or an expensive car, and, and, and this guy that you're hanging with, uh, uh, you don't know if he could drive good, okay? You wouldn't let him drive the car. You want to hear something real funny? But you gave him the key to your house and be with your children. Let's go. <laughs> Come on, Wes. He doesn't do that. He just look at me. Think about it. That's what you all need to start thinking about. Because this is a church over here. We get it right. You see, we're not going to do this feel-good ministries, all right? That's right. All right, so we're going to start with Jeremiah 17, starting at verse 5 from the New International Version. And this is what I want to talk about is there's just two, there's, there is no gray areas with God. It's either black or white with him. It's right or wrong. There's no gray areas. You see, and just because people have stuff, that don't mean they're blessed. You see what I'm saying? Because people who have stuff, they have more problems than people who have less but have joy. Okay, here we go. This is what the Lord says. Cursed is the one who trusts in man. The Bible tells us cursed is the one who trusts in man, who draws in strength from mere flesh, and whose heart is turned away from the Lord. We don't live in a godless country. We live in a country where men and women have turned their face away from the Lord. We want to get it right here in Christ Temple North, don't we? We want our families to be good, our grandchildren to be good. We want to break the cycles. And the first thing you got to understand, and some of you all in here, you're going to struggle all your life if you trust in your own flesh. You will struggle because you don't have any help. All right, here we go. That person will be like a bush in the wasteland. And that person's like a bush in the wasteland. Mm -hmm. They will not see prosperity when it comes. They can't even see the blessing when it comes. That's a sad human being. Here we go. And they will dwell in the parched places of the desert. And then now we see a desert, a dry place in the salted, salted land where no one lives. There are more lonely rich people. Yeah, there are more lonely rich people. There are more rich people acting a fool. That's why we, we struggle because of their greed, you see. And their lives are miserable. They are, the kids are medicated up. Their grandkids are medicated up because they're looking to their stuff to fulfill their lives. All right? That's right. Keep going. In verse 7, but blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord. Who, who wants to be blessed in here? Amen. You put your trust in the Lord. That's where you trust it. You got to tell your kids this. Most, 75% is in that range of kids that go to college that are Christians, when they get in college, wind up questioning their faith because of teachers, philosophies, and other folks. So we've got to instill deep into our children and ourselves to trust in the Lord. Okay? Keep going. And whose confidence is in him. And my confidence is in God. Where's your confidence at this morning? You can do anything if you have your confidence in the right place. Okay, here we go. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. And it doesn't matter. See, it, and, and this, this is Jeremiah talking. 
this human being, this person, plants his or her, yes, life by the waters, by the stream, where it can get the nourishment. That would be the gospel. All right? It does not fear when heat comes. And it doesn't bother us when heat comes, when life gets tough. It doesn't bother us. It shouldn't bother us because our confidence is not what? Not in the weather, not in our circumstances or situation. I'm going to repeat myself, but our confidence is in the Lord. All right? Its leaves are always green. And we are, its leaves are always green. You know, sometimes they look at me when I go in and say, are you sure you're okay? And you know why they do that? I'm walking in. I'm just as happy and dealing with this. Y'all do y'all. I do me, right? right? But I'm not going to come in there and be poor, poor me, poor me. That's what they're used to. But my confidence is in the Lord. I'm just going to you because you have the knowledge, and I'm trusting in God that he give you the knowledge to be able to minister to me my body. I got the rest of it covered, you see? So my confidence is in the Lord, and, and, and this, this last part here is really strong, okay? It has no worries in a year of drought. So there's going to be some droughts in your life. Are you kidding me? There's going to be some droughts, but what you worried about? You see, drought means it's going to be raining later on. You see, there's going to be some times, there's going to be some times where stuff ain't going right in your life. There's, it's, I mean, I don't know if you've been there where it just seems like you're living in a desert land, like, Lord, when are you going to rain your blessings upon me? But there are going to be some droughts, but you're not, you're different. You're going to be able to handle it. You're not going to wither up because your leaves will still be green because you are nourished by the gospel. All right? And never fails to bear fruit. And we, no matter what, and I want everyone to get this in here, no matter what your situation is, families, teach your children, teach yourself. But first, you got to be it. No matter what goes on in my life, I'm supposed to bear fruit. You see, no matter what, when a situation comes up that's hard and difficult in my life, it's time for me to allow people to see how I deal with that situation or that circumstance, and I bear fruit sometimes of suffering, because sometimes pain is your best teacher. You see, because you can help your children to understand, you can help your children understand it ain't always going to be all right. And you better teach them that, because it's coming. All right? Now, verse 7 and 8 from the message puts it this way. Blessed is the man who trusts me. Now, listen. The Lord blesses the man who trusts me. And what's the next one? God, the woman who sticks with God. You're supposed to stick with woman that sticks with God. One of the things that causes a lot of separations that drains people in marriages, people are looking for their spouses to give them something they can't give them. Yeah, they're looking for things that, that that spouse can't give them. But if your trust is in God, okay, you're taking all that heat off your spouse. You see, some people are not, they're incapable. And some of you, if that person is not saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Spirit, and not born again, that person's in a dry land. I don't care how much you love them. They can't help you. Uh -huh. Don't get mad at me. I, I, I'm not Jeremiah. I'm Johnny. <laughs> They're like trees replanted in Eden, putting down roots near the rivers. Never a worry through the hottest of summers. But look at us. 
We're like trees planted by a river. No matter what happens, we're what? Keep going, please. Never dropping a leaf. We're not going to drop a leaf. We don't fall apart. We grieve, but we don't fall apart. That's right. You see? The Bible keeps telling us all the time, and I love some of those pastors. They're really good with those prosperity messages, but they don't work like that all the time. Life will hit you sometimes. Just life. You see? But you can handle it if your trust is in God. You see? Serene and calm through droughts. We, we what? Serene and calm. We don't fall apart. We're serene and calm through drought. Because guess what our mind's on? You see, now next week's going to be in the 90s all week long, right? But it rained this morning, right? Yes. And it's going to be dry and folks are going to be complaining about dry. It's going to rain again. <laughs> you see, I'm going to be okay again. I'm going to be all right again. We're going to be together. We're going to make it through this. You see? Because our trust is in God, not our situations or our circumstance. That's right. Bearing fresh fruit every season. Doing what? Bearing fresh fruit every season. A season of darkness? Yes. Bearing fresh fruit. Season of pain? Season of loneliness? Yes. No matter what happens. Sometimes a season of disagreement? Then you'll be around 53 years. Like this couple. Do you always think it's always, we've always agreed? Are you kidding me? Sometimes I know that, that she, you know, I'm always right. My goodness. <laughs> you see what I'm coming from now? But when there is a disagreement, when there is a situation, we're going to bear fruit. You know why? Because we come out of that situation and we look at each other and you see the love in each other's face and you say, why did we even let that deal with us? Let's go do something. That's right. Amen. My wife gave me a, a Father's Day card that, uh, uh, the day that even scared me. I'm really that kind of guy? No, she gave me a, no, I'm for real. She gave me a, I almost had a little tear come out of my eye. She thinks, no, no, she thinks that much of me? I'm like, wow through the dry land. Do you see? We made it through all of them things. But love bears fruit. That's right. You see? All right. Now again from the voice. But blessed is the one who trusts in me alone. In me what? Alone. It's God talking to you. That's right. The eternal will, will be his confidence. Mm -hmm. Who's your confidence? Don't put that stuff on other folks. Your confidence in the Lord. You see, I was joking with my brother. This morning says, it's good to be seen. And I laugh at people when they say that. I say, well, you can be seen in a, in a casket. <laughs> so y'all ain't going to say that to me no more. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Some of you say it all the time. Hey, how you doing? Good to be seen. You can be seen in a casket. No, you're blessed. We just joke. We joke. If y'all can't joke and play with each other, you need to get a life, right? You see? And you know, I'm always coming up with something slick. Yes. You understand what I'm talking about? Yes, sir. Have you been through what I'm being through? You, <laughs> telling you. Go back up there again because I lost my chain of thought. <laughs> Verse 7 again from the voice. Blessed is the one who trusts in me alone. The eternal will be his confidence. 
If you're in confidence, if your confidence is in the Lord, you can pass that test. You can get that job. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? Where's your confidence at? All right. He is like a tree planted by water, sending out its roots beside the stream. It does not fear the heat or even it drought. It doesn't matter when it, they used to say, uh, if it's too hot, get out the kitchen. Y'all remember that? Not us. We stay in the kitchen and the kitchen cools down because we there. We control the temperature in the kitchen. So we ain't got to get in there. Y'all, some folks got to get out their kitchen because it's too hot for them. But we control the temperature in the kitchen. The heat gets out, not us. Are y'all with me? All right? Are you doing all right? Yes. Its leaves stay green and its fruit is dependable. And its fruit is dependable. Is your love dependable? Can your spouse depend upon you? Can your children depend upon you? Can you depend upon your children? That's what we talk about up in here. Because if we are of God, then we have the spirit of God, then we ought to have the same, that fruit that God gives us is not for him. He don't need it. It's for us, us to help each other. There's a confidence. Uh, well, just go ahead, I'll say it later. The fruit is dependable no matter what it faces. No matter what it faces. The fruit's dependable. It's us. Cancer, we, fa- we face it. Diabetes, we face it. And even death, we face it. No matter what our situation and circumstance is, we face it. One of the things that causes divorces is people can't face the truth. We face it and find out who the problem really is, and then we deal with it. We don't run. We face it. You see? Now from the Amplified. See, we're moving right along, aren't we? Yes. Blessed with spiritual security. With what? Spiritual security. Mm-hmm. is the man who believes and trusts in and relies on the Lord and whose hope and confident expectation is the Lord. My hope and expectation is in the Lord. I, I joked about it, but I wasn't really joking. You all laughed. You know, I'm saying three years, I'll be 80. And then I get into Johnny. I'm going to be a good-looking 80. I'm trusting in the Lord that see. And, and that, no, because yeah, I play with myself like I play. I'm, I'm good, you know. At 80, I'm going to still be fly. All right. Oh, no, I think that way. No, y'all's pastor thinks that way. You said some people call him arrogant and what's some other words? Oh, no, no. He thinks that way. You're supposed to think that way. You know, my trust is in the Lord. You see? I'm not trusting in my bones. They're going to get weak. My organs and all that stuff. I'm trusting in the Lord that he will do what he needs to do until he want, he's through with me doing what I need to do, and then he'll call me on into the next transition. I'm trusting in him. I'm going to be okay until he says it's time. Not when my body says it's time. My trust is in him, not my corpse. Do you understand what I'm talking about? All right. For he will be nourished like a tree planted by the waters. That's right. He will be nourished like a tree planted by the waters. Mm-hmm. that spread out his roots by the river. Mm-hmm. 
and will not fear the heat when it comes. What are you scared of? You a child of God? What are you scared of? You telling your children that? You see? Kids are scared to go to school because they what other kids are going to say about them. Not this, child, not this kid, because you've trained and talked to this kid about who she, he or she is. When you know who you are in God, you don't care what nobody says about you. They'll start acting like y'all's pastor. I want them to talk about me, good or bad, but I want you on my mind. I want to be on your mind. <laughs> no, I asked Isaac, Nim, and Mark, my kids, they, taught, they were taught that. You see? Here. You're a child of God. You understand what I'm saying? All right. But its leaves will be green and moist. No matter what. My leaves are green and moist. No matter what I go through. There used to be a rapper or whatever you call it. You can't touch this. Who was that? Everybody knew that. Find something in the gospel that you know like that. You see what I'm talking about? Are you with me? How many of your kids really believe that? When you believe that you can't touch that, that means what you say about me. Can't touch this. Teach them that. Some of you walking out here insecure. What's wrong with you? What somebody said about you. Or what they, you know that they make money out of you not liking how you look. So they got to tell you how you're supposed to look. And God done created a wonderful you. That's right. I don't mind a little bit of touch up. It's good stuff, you know. But I like who I am. I was telling a young man, they were looking at me and they were saying, uh, talking about dressing. And I was saying, just, if you really, when you pick out something, make sure it ain't wearing you. And he said, what do you mean, Pastor? I said, make sure when you dress, what you put on ain't wearing you. And he was trying to get confused. He said, You're like me. Whatever I put on, I wear it. Now listen to me. Careful. What people say about you, quit wearing that. What God says about you is what you're supposed to be wearing. You understand what I'm talking about? He's the one what you ought to be wearing, not him. And you'll stay green. And you'll grow. And you'll be fruitful. And nobody can hold you back. All right. Again, the leaves will be green and moist, and it will not be anxious and concerned in a year of drought, nor stop bearing fruit. Doesn't care. It, it can handle life situation and circumstance. We're just going through a drought right now. Couples ought to get this, because you're going to go through a drought. Sickness gets in the family. One or the other goes through, baby, we're just going through a drought. We're all right. The sun's going to shine again. It's going to rain again. It's going to rain blessings on upon us again. And sometimes, look at me, some of you married folks, sometimes when you go through something that ought to bring you closer to each other. You know, when, when, in my, when I deal with doctors and Gwen, Sister Gwen has dealt with doctors, we become doctors and nurses and maids and everything. We get closer to each other. So sometimes that drought shows us how much we love each other. Are y'all with me? You see? But you can only do this if your trust is in God. Because God will keep you fruitful no matter what your circumstance or your situation is. And it can even be in friendships. All right, here we go. Verse 9. 
The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Yeah, we know how that thing, that's why the Bible says guard your heart. Mm-hmm. All right. Who can understand it? Hmm. I, the Lord, search the heart and examine the mind. Careful. Somebody's looking at you. God examines your heart and your mind. All right, go ahead. And to reward each person according to their conduct. What? Mm-hmm. That's what it says. What? <laughs> according to your conduct. He rewards you according to your conduct. How are you acting? You see? There are some people in churches today that don't even want to hear the word father because of his conduct toward them. God's the same way. He's going to judge them according to their conduct. All right. That it also says according to what their deeds deserve. I know you didn't read that. You're getting exactly what you deserve. Now, salvation, not you can get, you're getting exactly what you deserve. Because you know I was going to go there. Mm-hmm. They didn't call you. You weren't there. You're getting exactly what you deserved. Sooner or later, it comes back on you. You see? I love to see these families come in here together. Because sooner or later, they're going to get old enough to remember that. You weren't there. And then they'll get smart and they'll go to the Bible and say, and, and, well, you, I'm your father. And they go to the Bible and says, give honor where honor's due. Okay. I'm about done, y'all. I know you're getting... Take your time. Okay. Verse 11 says, like a partridge that hatches eggs it did not lay are those who gain riches by unjust means. It always comes back on you. We won't mention names, but we see that all over the news. It's all, my mother used to tell me, said, you got by, but you didn't get away. Come in here, boy. Always comes back again. All right. And when their lives are half gone, their riches will desert them. Money will desert you. Ain't we seen it? And a whole lot of folks. And in the end, they will prove to be fools. We thought they were great athletes, but we didn't know that they were fools up under that ability and talent at the end. That ain't what we do in Christ Temple North. In Christ Temple North, our conduct is right. We the people over here, no matter what situation or circumstance, we stay green. We grow. Amen? Amen. All right, now we'll turn to Psalms 1 and 3. I'm ending with this. Now, this is us. And he will be like a gentleman. Well, ladies, too. And he or she will be like a tree. Go ahead. Firmly planted and fed by streams of water, which yields its fruit in its seasons. Yes. Its leaf does not wither. No matter what season I'm in, I'm supposed to be fruitful. Through the bad, good times, through the bad times. You got to be fruitful. This is a very important message. Some people look for something else, but it's a very important message. And when you freak, when you, when you're con, things, I get so blessed 
the older I get, I just was, I mean, I just can't imagine how blessed I am. All right? And lastly, in whatever he or she does, he or she will prosper and come to maturity. That's us. Plant your life here. Plant your life in the gospel. That'll make you prosper. You see, we, uh, Brother West, I was looking at all these athletes and they, folks are raping folks and beating folks up, carrying guns, because you gotta be a fool to take two pistols and think you can get through the airport. All this kind of these things. <laughs> yeah, they do it all this crazy stuff. But then there's one called, I wanna be like Mike. Mike bought a, bought a team for 183 million and sold it for three billion. Last, yes. You can do it right. Right to come back to you. God good? Yes, amen. All right. All right, back there.